the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. Mythology would have us believe that there is a fountain of youth. Scripture tells us that we can live long days if we just honor our parents. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Parents are having such a critical struggle with their children. And then you got some children that have some parents that are not being responsible parents. And so there are guidelines and principles that the children ought to be living by. There are guidelines and principles that parents ought to be governed by. The scripture is for all of us. And last week I began a segment in this particular commandment called a word of encouragement for parents with rebellious children. A word of encouragement for parents with rebellious children. If you were not here, I'm going to say this kind of swiftly because I want to get to the new insights for living today. But just for a quick review, then we'll push forward. I said, always keep your children at the top of your prayer list, especially uh, whether they're good children and you have not having any problem with them or whether they are just a challenge and you don't know what the next day is going to bring. Always keep them at the what? top of your prayer list. I said that just because they're doing well today does not necessarily mean they'll be doing well tomorrow. And then, and then with that, I said, how can I pray for my child? Or how can we pray for our children? Remember, I asked that question. I posed that question. Then I said, and then here are some effective ways to pray for your children, because sometimes we want to pray, but we don't know how to pray. We don't know what to pray. And uh, we just had a marvelous time with this, and we just want to back up, go forward. How can I pray for my child or my children? Here are some effective ways to which you can do that. Number one, we said, pray that they receive Christ early in life. Pray that they receive Christ early in life. Second Timothy 3.15, it says, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. In other words, we said, parents, you cannot give what you cannot have. If you don't have the scriptures in you, you can't give the scriptures. Some of you, we were talked about, I gave the illustration of how we taught our children, even the ABCs by scriptures. I did a little of that by way of illustration last Sunday. So what we're going to do is in the September experience, so many of you were asking for that. We're going to put those ABCs to scripture as a handout in that experience. Amen. So that you can teach your children's ABCs from the scripture. That's how early you are, even earlier, you ought to be getting the scripture into your children because you have the first shot with your child. And if you miss that opportunity, Satan is waiting to do all that you should have done the wrong way. Do I have a witness here? 
hearts. Uh, then secondly, we said pray they will have a hatred for sin. Pray that they would have a hatred for sin. Psalm 51, 9 says, hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. You know what iniquities is, don't you? Iniquities is what? Sin. Sin. Missing the mark. Falling short. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And parents, your children are sinners because, because you're a sinner. Amen. Amen. Don't say, don't look at me like that. Yeah, you're a sinner. Amen. And you know what? They inherited their sin nature. Guess from whom? Me and you. You got yours from your mom and daddy and your mom and daddy got there all the way back to who? Adam and Eve when they fell in the garden. But thanks be to God for the second Adam because when the first Adam messed up, the second Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, came and fixed up and paved the way through the cross and shed his blood that all who are lost and all who are sin, who have sinned and fallen short, can be saved by the power of his blood. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Pray that they will have a hatred for sin. Parents, how can your child learn to hate sin if you are living in it yourself? If you're homemongering, if you're gambling, if you're drinking, if you're lying, and if you're cussing, and if you're acting a fool in the house, and throwing tipper tantrums, and raging in the house, how in the world can you teach your child to hate sin, and you have it for over for one night stands, and your child don't know who's who? And you know why people keep sinning? It's because they like it. If you didn't like it, you wouldn't do it. I used that rat illustration last Sunday, remember? I asked how many of y'all don't like rats. All of you raised your hand. And I said, if it's a rat in the house, do you pet it or go after it? If it's on your bed, do you sleep easy? No. You do whatever you can to get rid of that rat because you don't like rats. And if you really hate sin, you'll do what? Get rid of it. You don't get rid of it because you like it. Amen. You like it. Thirdly, we said pray that they will be caught when guilty. Pray that they will be caught when guilty. Remember that? Numbers 32, 23. Numbers 32, 23 says, but if you do not do so, then take note you have sinned against the Lord and be sure your sin will find you out. Amen. You want to pray that your children to be found out. Who in here wants your children to get by? How are you going to help your children by always letting them get by? Amen. You want them to get caught. Amen. Amen. Don't you want to pray? Y'all scared to pray that because you're scared what you're going to find out. Pray that they get caught. Amen. Amen. You ought to pray you get caught. Amen. Amen. You ought to pray you get caught. I mean, how are you going to get better if you don't get caught? Don't get exposed. You want to be dealt with. You don't want to, be, want to get by. And let me tell you something. Much given, much required. Much light, the more responsible you are. Some folks love ignorance because they figure that ignorance to God's law is, is an excuse. But that's, no, it's no excuse. You're on that freeway. The speed limit is 55 and you're going 80. And you say, I didn't see that. that he he going to still write you a ticket and say, have a good day. Now, ignorance to man's law is no excuse. Then ignorance even more so to what? God's law is no excuse. No excuse. And we know what we do. We take comfort in our excuses. We take comfort in them and think that God is pleased. Uh, fourthly, we said last time, pray that we'll be protected from the evil one. John 17, 15 says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. 
Satan wants to wipe us out. Parents, Satan not only seeks to wipe you out, he wants to wipe me out. He wants to wipe the pastor, the deacons, the elders. He wants to wipe the preachers. He wants the parents. And not only does he want the parents, but he also wants to wipe out your children. And he wants to wipe out children before they even be delivered from their mother's womb. And he's doing a horrific job with abortions and whatnot. Simply because Satan hates children, even babies. I thank God that those twins were born. I thank God that my mama had me. And she would have known. If she had had me, if she had aborted me, she would have been aborting a pastor. And would have denied me the opportunity to preach and you the opportunity to have me. You understand? And she would have not known all of the ramifications of the, I thank God that she had me. Have those babies. I didn't mean to slip up, mess up. No, have it. Amen. Don't hide it. Have it. I mean, one thing to sin once and, and then sin twice. Hey, that's more whippings. I tell you what, God will kill you. Your mama told you that time or two yourself. <laughs> then listen, pray they will, number five, pray they will have a responsible attitude. Daniel 6, 3. Pray, uh, pray they will have a responsible attitude. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Darius was so pleased with Daniel that he was elevated because an excellent spirit was found in Daniel. We need to pray that God will adjust our child's attitude and that they will have a right spirit. That's how you pray. Pray that God will what? Adjust your child's what? Y'all got children need an attitude adjustment? You don't have to raise your hand, but I... Yeah, yeah. And listen, it don't, take, it don't take you long to find out they got an attitude. Even babies know how to scrunch up and make eyes. Attitude. They attitude adjustment way down there. When you say don't touch that, you mean don't touch that. That they have a right spirit. Some kids got a bad spirit. That's why they're not going anywhere. You know, you could be a straight-A student with a bad spirit. You know, you can graduate magna cum laude and can't hold a job because your attitude stinks. And you can be a C student because you're likable, you know how to treat people, and you got the right spirit. God will put you in places that the A student can't get. You don't hear what I'm talking about. God can move you up on a C because you got the right spirit. You don't hear what I'm talking about. I'm about to get happy now. Your attitude determines your altitude. Some of y'all not going anywhere. Can't hold a job. I mean, just a mess. Your attitude stinks. You come in here bad attitude. Why folk can't worship? I love when folk can come in here praise. You come here with a bad attitude. And, and listen, you affect the whole church because you fight in a car coming to church. <laughs> Ooh, not to preach and pray so hard if your attitude's right. You've got to have an attitude that would allow you to worship. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. Have you ever wondered why after doing your very best as a parent, 
your kids oftentimes choose to go down the wrong path. Don't be discouraged. God was the perfect parent and had the same problem with his children, Adam and Eve. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Worship. Now, I'm preaching all this again. I said I was going to Zoom. So. <laughs> in other words, uh, Psalms 51.10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. A right spirit. A right spirit will move you to do when you don't want to do. Huh? A right spirit will make you do what you don't want to do. Make you seek forgiveness. Make you reach out. Make a right spirit will make you speak when yesterday, years ago, you wouldn't speak. Right spirit will cause you to bless a person even though they've wronged you. Speak well of them even though they've hurt you. A right spirit won't allow you to have an unforgiving spirit and to just be tied up in knots 10 years over something that the folk that wronged you don't even know what happened. They gone on and you still hold it on. You know what's bad is when a person has wronged you, they've gone and asked God to forgive them and you haven't forgiven. You haven't let go. Why can't you forgive the one God has forgiven? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Number six, pray they will respect those in authority. And you know, first authority your child comes in contact with is the parent. It's called parental authority. Romans 13, 1 says, let every soul be subject to governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. You children out there, your parents have been appointed by God to you. Amen. You didn't determine who your parent would be. I didn't determine who my mother and father would be. Amen. You didn't even have any say about where you're going to be born. Amen. What country you were going to be born in. What say did you have? What country? Who told you what color you were going to be? Well, you have no, that's why I hate racism. You know, you're gonna, some, some folks want to exalt the racist. You're not responsible for being white no more than I'm responsible for being black. All color is pretty to God. You white, you beautiful, you black, you beautiful, you brown, you beautiful, you mixed, you beautiful, whatever you are, you beautiful. I'm so glad I don't know what color Adam and Eve is, I don't know what to do. Beautiful, beautiful. Respect for authority, authority. See authority. If a child does not respect parental authority, they will not respect the authority of the church. They will not respect the authority in the school, the authority in the jobs, neither the authority in society. It starts from the home. Strong homes make strong churches. Strong churches make strong cities. Strong cities make strong states. Strong states make strong nations. It all goes back to the home. Then number seven, pray they will desire the right kind of friends. This is the new insights for living now. I'm past the review. Number seven, pray they will desire the right kinds of friends and be protected from wrong friends. I pray they will have the what? Right kind of friends and be protected from wrong friends. Look at Proverbs 1.10 and then skip down to the 15th verse. Pray they will desire the right kinds of friends and be protected from wrong friends. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 10 and 15, therein lies these words. It says in verse 10 of Proverbs chapter 1, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If sinners entice you, do not 
Because your child will be lured. You can't child-proof your child or insulate your child to the point that they will have no allurements in their life, no temptations. All will have temptation. Jesus himself had temptations. It's no, I don't care what kind of home you, how good it is, your child are going to have temptation. All you can do is teach and set the example. But listen, when they're out there, then all you can do is pray for them. And it's up to them to yield to temptations and not just like you. you. Are y'all hanging with me? And then verse 15 says, my son, do not walk or live in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. In other words, don't run with folk who are in games and folk who, who are, are going the wrong way. Run it with folk who, who are just loose in their life. And you say, well, it's not going to bother me. Yes, it will bother you, too. It's going to affect you. It will contaminate you. In other words, it says, my son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. My son, do not walk in the way with them. In other words, get away from them. Keep your foot from their path. You need to pray that they will have the right kinds of friends and be protected from the wrong friends. In other words, we, we need to pray that our children not become entangled in wrong relationships. For Satan will attempt to plant those in their lives who will seek to destroy them spiritually and even physically. Many children have gone off into eternity simply because they yoked up with the wrong person. They ended up in, in drugs and games and everything simply because uh, they wanted away. And you don't know, that's why you have to pray for your children. Your children go off and you drop off at school, you think they at school. <laughs> You don't know what else. And don't let them get a call. Amen. They'll look you straight in your face and tell an honest lie. You don't know where they've been. Well, now, parents, don't look at me like that. Did you go wherever you're supposed to go when you're supposed to go? You mean tell me 100% of the time you went, you took no detours, and you notified every step of the way where you were. Don't you tell me that. You know some stuff your parents don't know to this day. You haven't told them. So don't you sit right here and think your child going to slip and slide, not going to slip and slide on you. They will slip. They will slide. I don't care how spiritual you are. We did it. Everybody's thing might have been a different thing, but it's something you did. You ain't been a little angel. All have sinned. Say all. That's what the Bible say. You look cute. You sin. You got a big old Bible this thick. You still sin. That's why you need to get out the judgment seat. Think about where you were at that age. <laughs> then, then look. Number eight. Number eight. If I can get there. Pray they will be kept from the wrong mate and saved for the right mate. Pray that they will be kept from the wrong mate and saved for the what? Right mate. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 and 15. There's a scripture there. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 and 15. It says, uh, if you haven't found it yet, I know it's where you're writing the principle. Pray they will be kept from the wrong mate and saved for the right mate. It says, look, do not be unequally yoked together with whom? 
unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? I do not marry saved a saved person with a lost person. No. If I get two lost persons coming into my office saying they want to get married, then my first issue is salvation. I always start all my counseling sessions off with the issue of salvation. Because listen, I'm wasting my time if I'm counseling something that's dead. Someone that's dead. How's counsel going to help them when they're dead? Before they get help, they need to be made alive. And Jesus makes them alive. I don't want to waste my time. They don't want to get saved. Well, what counsel is going to help them? What counsel is going to help them? And so the issue is salvation. I don't care. You say, oh, but he is so cute. She is so pretty. She is smart. She, she's headed somewhere. It doesn't matter. If, if the person you look at an eye on don't know the Lord, you can't save them. Amen. And you can't marry them in the hopes that you're going to save them. Amen. They may go, listen, they may go off even further on the deep end and beat you too. Amen. You can't save anybody. I can't save you. And I'm the pastor of this church. I can't save a soul in here. Amen. No, I can present the gospel and I can tell you why you should and the consequences if you don't <laughs> receive the gospel. But it's your choice because God made us free will agents. He did not make us like robots. He wants us to choose to love him. He sent the greatest gift in the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants us to voluntarily embrace his love in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's bad when you get a gift and you shove it and say you don't want it. You know, you don't go to hell because God sent you to hell. You sent yourself to hell by your own choice. Hell was not originally designed for man. It was designed for Satan and his angels. But because of uh, choices to reject Jesus Christ and his sacrificial work on Calvary, we are, many are doomed there because of that ultimate decision to reject Jesus Christ. So, and, and so parents, it's never too early to begin praying for your child's spouse. Yoking up with the wrong mate can not only wreck your child's life, but will also bring misery and pain to the parents as well. Did you hear what I said? Yoking up with the wrong mate can not only wreck your child's life, but will also bring misery and pain to the parents as well. Your child's pain is your parents' pain. When your child is going well, then you are doing well. Do I have a witness here? So start praying. You say, my child just two. Pray on. Because after a while, they're going to be 22. All they got to do is keep saying good morning. If you've taught them to say good morning. Some don't even taught them to say good morning. Leave the house and they don't even say goodbye. They're going to do that to their husband and wives too. Number nine. Listen, how to pray for your children. Is this helping? Is this blessing? Here's another one. Pray they will be kept pure as well as the one they will marry until their marriage. There's some deep ones now. Listen, pray they will be kept what? Pure as well as the one they will what? Marry until their marriage. 
pray to be kept pure, as well as the one they will marry. You're not you're only praying for your child, but you're praying for the, your child's what spouse. And then even after their marriage, you got to keep praying. Amen. You don't stop praying for your child. First Corinthians chapter six, verses eighteen through twenty. Lord, help me with this. First Corinthians chapter six, verses eighteen through twenty. It says there, flee sexual immorality. You know what you know what flee means? Oh, you understand? No, don't tell me you don't understand the Bible. Amen. <laughs> don't tell me you don't understand the Bible. Flee means run. You don't run mean run. It doesn't mean delay. It doesn't mean walk. Get out, and not only get out, get out quickly. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. In other words, sexual immorality affects our body like no other sin. All sin is deadly and dangerous, but it's something unique in itself with sexual immorality. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? I love that. And you are not your what? Own. For you were bought at a what? Price. What price? The blood. Therefore glorify God in your what? Body and in your spirit, which are God. Not only does your body belong to God, your spirit belongs to God. Who put, who put the spirit in the man? God. The human spirit. And the human spirit is dead until it's made alive by the invasion of the Holy Spirit. Are y'all hanging with Oh, this is, this is, Lord, help me preach this. Kept pure. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.